Hey everybody, Donnie Bovine here. Thank you so much for listening to the episodes. Do me a favor, if you get any value out of these, would you leave me a review? It would mean the world to me. I'm on a massive mission to help as many people as I possibly can get to freedom through building a business. I gotta be honest, building a business is by far the toughest thing I've ever done in my life, and I promise you, my business has worked on me more than I've ever worked on it. I don't think there's a better tool in the world to meet the dude in the mirror than building your own company. You're going to find out what the hell you're made of. In these episodes, I bring on the people that have been through it, gone through it, done it, built monstrous companies, and I get them to coach me on how to actually level up, grow, and scale my business. They're hitting me with some hard questions. They're bringing some amazing advice. And, and I'm telling you, I take notes from every one of these episodes from these people that have actually lived it. They've gone through it and have turned their businesses into amazing empires. So I hope you find a ton of value in this. And I hope that this becomes something you come back to and listen to often. At this point, it just sees the patterns in life. And what I've learned is when you find the right pattern, the rest of this stuff just takes care of itself. And then you just focus on the pattern, the answer, and you eliminate, you eliminate the non-answer. You just eliminate it. Okay. So here are two favorite patterns, two favorite patterns that whatever my brain decided to do, I just let it do it. So one, if you have the right mindset, it attracts right network, creates right opportunities. That's number one by far, right mindset, Work on that every day. It attracts right network. Network creates opportunities for you. Okay. Wrong mindset attracts wrong network, creates no opportunities. They're negative. It's, that's very simple. Second favorite pattern. I just keep making bigger investments to be in smaller rooms, but people in those rooms are making bigger impact. That allows me to spend biggest investment in smallest room, which is my family where I can make most impact. And how that pattern has evolved is literally created a room that's a bigger investment to be in that room. And then that room makes the biggest impact. You've got to get around people that are doing the shit you want to be doing on the level and volume of what you want to be doing. Go in and be the damn student. I could learn from every person in this room. Think about how you talk about your business. Yes, passion sells. But you can't carry on a real conversation outside the passion. You're going to lose. So the whole point of all of this is one, show up as you, fucking loud. Two, get yourself in freaking rooms that scare the shit out of you. It's really about looking at those things that you know will move the business forward and doing them anyways. Thank you for allowing me to always show up as me and thank you for showing up as you. All right, Justin, to kick this whole thing off for me, how do you define a visionary and what specific qualities do they possess? Only three. So I'm a simplifier and all I do is talk to the world's top visionaries. So not humans, not business owners, not consultants. That stuff annoys me. So visionary, visionary only has three attributes in their mindset. One, they're a visionary, not a business owner, not a human, not a consultant. They see things before, before others. They don't care about 
revenue or office space or employee count. They care about true connectivity, changing the world. Okay, so that's that's one. Two, they live in abundance. There is no scarcity. There are no limits. A visionary never has limits. Never. Only a vision. Only abundance. Three, this is where this is where I see people who think they're visionaries and who think they live in abundance where they're not actually either of them. A true visionary only looks at things as investments, not costs. Anyone who lives in what do you cost or charge world is not a visionary because they're their own limiter by their own scarcity cost mindset. Is somebody born a visionary yes. or is this a learned skill yes. set? You're Can either born like this or you're Okay. So, okay. So you're either born like this or you're not. I strongly believe that. Um, I would say our company's partner, maybe with one out of a thousand folks, humans, business owners, consultants, thinks that's a small number, but they live in scarcity. They don't live in abundance. One out of a thousand, if there's a billion people or eight billion people, that's eight million. So there's eight million of yous out there and then eight million of us is create everything that helps helps everyone else. So you're, you're either born like this or you're not. And then four things, again, my brain turns everything into patterns. Uh, four things separate visionaries from non-visionaries. Four things are bankruptcy or potential bankruptcy. Two, depression. Three, highest level of anxiety that you can imagine. Four, likely and or possible traumatic experiences as a child or young adult. So for humans, business owners, consultants, those are excuses. Visionary, figure it out. That's the fuel. So you're either born with the ability to figure this out, this is what visionary life is, or you're not born like that. Most people make excuses their whole life, so they're they're not equipped with the IQ or EQ or hustle, uh, the no excuse mentality. Okay, so you're either born like this or you're not. If you are born like this, what you can do, and this is what I've done, this is what I've certainly seen visionaries work on, is their mindset. You can work on that on your mindset of gratitude every single day. That's what you can work on. But most people aren't born like that. Can you imagine if the entire world was born, was like you and not in me? Disaster. Yeah, yeah. dude, nothing would get done. <laughs> nothing. So nothing. one of two things has happened. One, uh, nothing would get done. Two, a lot of things would get done that no one followed up on. <laughs> the world <laughs> right. is more yes. visionaries yes. than visionaries. A hundred percent agree with that. So, it's it's your idea that somebody had a superhero experience, like you know, in the comic books and shit. Yeah, like they got bit by a spider or something. Yeah. You just happen to believe that there's and I'm just trying to think through my journey. Well, I'm I don't a connecting superhero for true. every visionary who shares stories with the world. That's that's it. I agree. I agree. Your your Rolodex is pretty damn wicked. Um, and what if somebody didn't have like for me? I didn't have the traumatic childhood experience that I can freaking remember. Okay. Um, you know, of those four things, how many are you? List them all for me one more time. Just so I remember your potential bankruptcy Two, depression. One, three, never, never depression that I know of three highest level of anxiety that you can imagine for like oh, the end guaranteed. Yes or no. Yep. Okay. Yes. So you're two, so two out of four. sounds like, and my guess is the fourth one. You just don't remember. Um, but, uh, in the last two years i've talked to three people that are less than three of those four things so you would be really? like maybe fourth person <laughs> no well i'll talk to my therapist more and see what she tells me 
Well, okay. So, so in here's so one thanks for that follow up. While you're probably not the full three out of the four, you can't remember because you're actually working on solving those <laughs> those things. Yeah. So a yeah, lot of folks yeah, like us yeah. don't actually work on it and they don't think about it. They don't think about it until I bring up those four things. So I always know when someone is winning the wrong game or they're focused on business owner stuff when they're a visionary, but they're focused on business owner stuff and they bring up, you know, revenue or they made this list or I don't know, got a new house or whatever, <clears throat> expanded offices. And then I bring up those four things and then you're the exception, but 99.9% .9 of the time they're like, check, 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 <laughs> check, check. So, um, and then it was very interesting when, when first starting first company, uh, first company with zero business background, um, that was in 2017. Uh, I'm three of the four, by the way, but, um, and then, um, um, so I was, I was talking to people that were still small business owners and employees and in consultants in the first, you know, couple years. Um, cause I, you know. I hadn't found the right people yet, or they hadn't found me yet. And it was ones and twos, sometimes zero of the four. Now, again, you're an exception, although you might not be. It's all threes and fours. Most are all four. Yeah. Most of them. Now, I'm sure there's something there. Uh, it just hasn't fully popped up yet. But, but you know, I, I can tell you running a business has been the greatest tool on the planet for me to meet the dude in the mirror better than anything Figure else. Figure it out. Because... Yeah, that's it, right? You, there's no excuses left when you run a company, right? It's it's on you. So it's military you know, and business you, world. Figure it out. Yes, hundred percent. Right. Um. So, how much or how important for you is mentorship in your? Oh role? my god! Wow. And is it? Has there been some major mentors that have like influenced your journey? <clears throat> well, um, one of my great friends, he's a nine quick start like you, Scott Danner, um. Uh, again, so all. Oh, right, let's do this really quick because I know you're going to keep dropping those numbers. Explain the nine quick starts. Okay. Will you give them a really, really quick yeah. rundown of the numbers, real quick? Okay, I will simplify. So let me slow down for once in my life. This is my entire day. One, spending time with my family, our my wife, who's a stabilizing human, thank God, pediatrician. She's the COO of of my second company. It's it's amazing to watch her evolve in this world. And then our two children, who are nine quick starts, they're, I will explain what that means. They are 10 and nine. They are nine quick start, pure maniac. That's a compliment. Or talking to world's top visionaries. So not humans, not business owners, not, not consultants. So just top visionaries. Most of them are ADD, ADHD, diagnosed or undiagnosed. It's not a disorder. Check. Okay, okay, great. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so... Not a disorder. It's a sign of genius mislabeled by humans. So most of my day, besides hanging out with my family, is hearing blah, 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 and then simplifying it into a pattern or an answer. So I just hear blah, 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 simplify answer, blah, 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 simplify pattern. And then here's the answer. Here's the pattern. Just focus on that. Okay. So with that background, the easiest way for me to see the world in a numbers perspective, in a pattern perspective, because that's how I see the world, is with someone's Colby, K-O-L-B-E, A index. It's not your personality. I don't care what your personality is. I don't care what you do. I don't care where you live. I don't care how many employees you have. That's totally meaningless to me. I want to know if you're a visionary or not. And for me, the easiest way to simplify it, because I just want the pattern answer, is to know someone's Colby score. 
So the only thing I write down before I meet someone is their name and their Colby. Most visionaries, not all, I'm an exception, but most visionaries are like you, where you have a nine quick start. That's boom, 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 boom. Idea, 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 idea. Ten is the highest. A high quick start is mean you're not afraid of risk. And then most visionaries are like you, where they have little to no follow through. You have a two follow through. Yes. Okay, so that's ADD, diagnosed or undiagnosed. It's not a disorder. So I am the very, 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 very rare visionary that has high quick start, high follow through, and high fact finder. That's the first score. And then my the last number where I have a one, uh, that's the lowest. I'd be a zero if that existed. But that's using your hands to build something or draw. You're very high in that. You're a five. So yeah. You see things visually, you know, you can build things with your hands. I can't, I mean, I don't even know how to hold a pencil right. Okay, so that's that's the Colby background. Almost every visionary I talk to is at least an eight quick start. I'm an exception. I'm a seven. And then most of them, <clears throat> excuse me, are three, four, three, two, or one follow through. You're a two. Okay, so Scott Danner is one of those visionaries. He's a nine quick start. Nine quick start, low follow through, has a big team behind him of humans. Thank God. So I was talking to him and um, when a visionary says something truly great, I'm like, oh, that's a great idea. That's I'll just incorporate that into my life. So what he said was each meeting or every meeting is an opportunity for mentorship. Hey, Donnie Bobine here, CEO of Success Champions Networking, and I just wanted to jump in really quick and tell you about the network. Success Champion Networking isn't for the beginning networker. It's for the business people that understand that building a successful relationships is a two-way street requiring commitment from both parties involved. Stop wasting time networking with people that don't understand how to leverage their network to generate quality referrals for you. If you're ready to network with business people that are tired of doing all the heavy lifting and want to build real partnerships that generate high revenue referrals, visit one of our chapters today at successchampionnetworking.com and I look forward to seeing you there. So every discussion that I have, every discussion, because all I do is talk to people like us, is an opportunity for mentorship. Every day I'm mentored and hopefully I'm mentoring people five to 10 times a day with world's top entrepreneurs. And then you just keep learning, 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 building that gratitude mindset, which going back to your original question, that is something you can work on every day. Okay. So that's the general answer that everything to me is mentorship. I will say I had the world's greatest mentor, which was my father. Uh, if you talk about no excuses, he was 61 when I was born, 61. He was born in 1916. He'd be 107 if he was alive now. And um, he was a World War II hero, shot down multiple times in combat, many times without a parachute, and he just got back into a plane. So most people can't do that. Um, they're not visionaries. They're not capable. They don't have the, the skills to be able to do that. They would never get back into a plane again. They wouldn't even think about getting back into a plane. And he died when I was 13. So every day that he was alive that I can remember, he would say the cream rises to the top. The cream rises to the top. The cream rises. So that's a, a visionary. The cream will rise to the top. And then that's chapter one of, of Epic Life, the, the latest book I wrote. But um, so that that's it. That's my standard for a visionary. You're either someone who can get back into a plane after another one has been shot down in combat 
uh, and you weren't wearing a parachute or you're someone who makes an excuse. And I have no tolerance and or understanding of anyone who makes an excuse because they're not in a vision. Yeah, I, I find it fascinating that literally when I was introduced to you, I was told that if you weren't an eight or higher quick start, you won't sit down with them at all. Like you won't <laughs> even accept the conversation. I will, but barely because so, I'm lower than an eight. Okay, so I'll barely do it. Um, can I extrapolate on that if that's okay? Yeah, please, please okay. tell me more. So Gino Wickman uh, is a good friend of mine. EOS founder, uh, Traction Rocket Fuel. He's a Traction. Guy. Yeah, great. He's a, he's a great guy. I love I love Gino. So he's an eight quick start, six follow through. That's really rare. That's really rare. Uh, I, Gino and I met through Strategic Coach. Um, very grateful to be in that group, top entrepreneur group, and one of the top entrepreneur groups in the world. I'm very confident saying that. Um, and so I was talking to Gino um, about First Company, which is a global PR firm uh, that only partners with visionaries. And I go, I, this is probably a year ago. I go, Gino, in, in well, five and a half years at the time, I've, my firm has only partnered with two people that I know of or companies where the leader is under a seven quick start. I go, is that the dividing line between a visionary and a non-visionary? He goes, well, actually... And then I talked to the, the head of Colby about this as well to back it up. But he goes, actually, a true visionary is almost always, and again, I'm an exception, almost always an eight, nine, or 10 quick start, an eight, nine, or 10. A seven or under like me, and this is them saying it, not me, but a seven or under like me can slip into that visionary role, but they have to have an extraordinarily high IQ and or EQ because then they can game the system. But almost mm. always, a true visionary will be an eight, nine, or ten quick start. And to double down on that, uh, second company where my wife is COO now, uh, it's literally LinkedIn connectivity platform for visionaries, and we have dozens and dozens of folks in there. And there is one person under. Well, I'm I would be the lowest because I'm a seven, but there's only one person under a seven. Everyone else is an eight or ten. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> and then my partner for second company is a nine. He's a nine quick start. Even though he's full backstage, no. he's a bigger visionary than I am. So I don't have as many of the 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 high visionaries in my life. I'm fixing that since our conversation oh. originally. Right. Um, well, you'd you know, love Repic it, Network is, then because it's literally a room full of you. That's literally all it is. Right. That's so. What is that room like when you have a whole bunch oh, of okay. ideas, big thinkers? It's ideas that are getting done. Okay. So uh, one, I, I don't want to name names, but um, okay. So the, this person, uh, our latest meeting was, um, I don't want to, I guess the timestamp, it was uh, yesterday. So September, oh, wait, wait, it was Wednesday. So September 6th. So I was asking one of the members to tell someone else who had, to tell uh, someone else about joining. And she and she wrote, yesterday was the best first meeting I've ever been to of a group. It is the ideal combination of heart and soul, which by the way, Brepic Network is connecting visionaries to serve humanity. So it's not, it's not for business owners. It's for, it's right. for vision. It's a, there's a fundamental difference. Okay. So that's one. Let me get the other one. Okay. Then there's another true visionary connections. One call with blank. Quote, I need what you have. Hired me the next day. One call with blank. You have what I need. Hired her next day. I want to donate $500 to your charity of choice for introing me to blank and having her hire me. Where can I send it? 
<laughs> so that will so shit just gets done it's, just, it's hilarious because um there's a couple things from oh uh, one nothing annoys me more and and i appreciate you interviewing me and I'm, I'm doing a lot of talking here but in a group mastermind format nothing annoys me more than someone just talking the whole time it's really annoying like not the person that's doing all the talking like that is usually somebody trying to prove something. Like they're they're trying to convince the room there's somebody, right? Right. Every time. Every time. A hundred percent. Every time. And so if this wasn't in this format, I'd barely be saying anything. So in the Brepic Network room, I just I I open it up with like a two second thing. And then um Mark Pujuara, my partner, he runs the meeting. My wife kind of stabilizes him because she's a stabilizing human and COO. But the entire meeting essentially is the members talking about how they can help people and how they need to be helped. And that's, and that is just, <laughs> it's hilarious. It's like literally everything yeah, awesome. I would want in one room and it just exponentially grows. It's hilarious, but also awesome because it's, it's not about business owner stuff. It's about like truly changing the world. I love that. Well, one of my favorite quotes in the world is from Steve Jobs and Steve just said, the only people that can uh, change the world are the people who actually think they can. Hundred percent. Yeah, you know, and I've all, always enjoyed the hell out of that quote. Well, that right? that's what it is, and um, so uh, I'm 32 out of 34 in Gallup Clifton Strength Finders in ideation. So I almost never have any great ideas ever. So I like being in a room of ideators like you because you provide all the great ideas, and I'm like, that okay, that's a great idea. I'll do that, but. I did have a great idea the other day. It just popped into my head. And the whole point of Brepic Network is connecting visionaries to serve humanity. Because visionaries are the only ones that are actually going to do it, like what Steve Jobs said, what you just said. And then they help everyone else. I don't think about everyone else. I yep. think about the visionaries that help everyone else and then just connect them. And then they do it. They just do it. They'll just do it. You know, the thing that, have you ever done human design? Do you know that assessment? Yes, but I'm not a human, so I don't want to know how I'm designed in that. <laughs> I have done it. <laughs> so, well, one of the things that I found fascinating, and I don't remember what the fuck they called me, but um, I am a idea person. Yes. But the the second thing that they, they said is I'm a guy that usually will come up with ideas, but I almost, the I have a validation point to it. So what it means is I like on Colby will come up with a ridiculous yes. amount of ideas. Yes. Always thinking, right. always true. Yes. This assessment, and there's some validity to it. Often with my ideas, I need to hear somebody else validate say it, right? Or validate it. Yeah. And then once that happens, yeah. I will freaking move right. the freaking world, 100%. make it happen. hundred percent. Right. Which is, which was, it was fascinating because no other assessment. I, I, it, usually the any assessments I take to say I'm an asshole. Right. Well, you're just um, an alien they, with low in empathy. Um, I'm dead last in empathy on my strength finder. So people like us, I have endless empathy. Humans think people like us are are um, a holes. Um, and then my wife, yes, is yeah, they don't understand. So then, and my wife is one. She's a pediatrician. So think the opposite of us. Um, <laughs> she's harmony yep. and one harmony one in strength finders. Harmony. I'm 31 out of 34 in harmony. And then she's like. When I'm, when I'm talking to humans, she's like, you, you can't talk like that to people. I'm like, well, I'm not, you know, I'm not talking to them most of the day. I'm talking to people like us who 
who really appreciate it. So it's not trying to be an a-hole. It's just, it's um, directness weeds out nonsense and it attracts people that, that just get stuff done. And what I will say is true visionaries, they, they love me. And I know true visionaries love you because you're like, you don't have time for this nonsense. You don't have time yeah. for it. Yeah. Yeah. You talk a lot about finding patterns in business. Mm -hmm. Talk me a little bit more about why is it so important to find the patterns? Oh, that's a great, that sounds like a high fact finder, uh, um, team, team review question. Yeah, if you think I, I went and found that question mm -hmm. and brought it to the table, you're crazy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> high fact finder, whoever did that on your theme, whoever, whatever eight fact finder did. Good job on that. Okay. So again, all my brain does, and I just let my brain do what it's supposed to do at this point. It just sees the patterns in life. And what I've learned is when you find the right pattern, the rest of this stuff just takes care of itself. And then you just focus on the pattern, the answer, and you eliminate, you eliminate the non-answer. You just eliminate it. Okay. So here are two favorite patterns, two favorite patterns that whatever my brain decided to do, I just let it do it. So one, if you have the right mindset, it attracts right network, creates right opportunities. That's number one by far. Right mindset. Work on that every day. It attracts right network. Network creates opportunities for you. Okay. Wrong mindset attracts wrong network, creates no opportunities. They're negative. It's, that's very simple. Second favorite pattern. I just keep making bigger investments to be in smaller rooms, but people in those rooms are making bigger impact. That allows me to spend biggest investment in smallest room, which is my family, where I can make most impact. And how that pattern has evolved is literally created a room that's a bigger investment to be in that room. And then that room makes the biggest impact. So, and then my wife is literally in that room now. So it's, it's a really interesting thing hmm. to see that pattern continue to evolve, but you just keep focusing on the patterns. Now, I love that. Interesting on patterns. One of the things that I discovered with the growth of myself, my companies and the likes is yeah. LinkedIn became a platform. 100%. Like, you know, yeah. um, when I, I was looking at LinkedIn and I was watching these people that, you know, are, went from thousands of followers to hundreds of thousands of dollars and the deals are doing and the business they're getting yes. into. And I went, fuck, I got to go all in. So mm -hmm. I literally went all in on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. And for me, I had to create, I, I never called it a pattern. I had to create a regiment of activities. The military did. That would, yeah, a hundred percent. Right. You know, um, is it, it, but is that, when you're looking at patterns, is that what you're looking at? Is yes. is the regiment yes. or, or are you looking for? Yes. Okay. Okay. So again, because of my Colby, most of the people I talk to are like you. High, quick start, low follow through. If you don't create a system of a company to, or have lots of humans, high fact finders helping you, disaster. Because there's no, I'm one of those rare visionaries that has high, quick start, high follow through and high fact finder. So I am. Hit the gas, pump the brakes, say it, do it, say it, do it, hit the, just, so I'm like my own military in my pattern. Okay. So, which is, that's just how my brain is. So the first thing I do every day is a grateful journal to my wife. Uh, every day. First thing I do, uh, what I'm grateful for, for her, the previous 24 hours without her very bad situation. So what am I, and the most important thing for her, cause she's a harmony one stabilizing human is that someone says thank you to her. So I, that's the first thing I do. Two, run six days a week outside, no matter the weather conditions, 
We live in Chicago. Weather here is usually terrible. Three to five miles a day and then listen to shows like this. So you're fueling everything. You're fueling the whole body, mind, all that. And then three, to uh, dovetail LinkedIn to this, five days a week, and I'll include this and that. I do a grateful journal on LinkedIn, which is just a commercial for other, other folks. And to simplify all those patterns, when you're constantly grateful, and maybe this maybe this adds to the value of what you're talking about LinkedIn, but if you're constantly grateful, it's hard to be ungrateful. And then that attracts other grateful people with the right mindset and it repels arrogant, arrogant, wrong mindset. No, that's, I, I, I like that. I, and just because you've got to run it, do you see a correlation between visionary successful people and working out? Um, I heard Tom Bilyeu oh, on Impact Theory say that that most of your top successful people in the world have this completely regimented workout 100%. routine or health is a big thing on their radar. Well, I don't, one, I don't know how. Okay. So, um, let me, let me slow down. So in, in, uh, the two entrepreneur groups, besides the one, that I helped create where I spend most of my time, I'm thinking if there's anyone who's out of shape, and these are, these are hundreds, thousands of top entrepreneurs. I, I, there's a handful of folks that are not in good shape or at least don't work out. Um, most of the ones I talk to are ADD. So they're, they're all over the place, yep. but they have that regimen, those patterns in the morning, the great visionaries, all of them, know how to spot those patterns, even if they have ADD, ADHD. Um, and part of those patterns are that morning workout, uh, the lifting, the sequence, the sequential order. And again, when you're focused on the patterns, oh, this will be helpful for you. Okay, so my whole life is habits, good habits. Good habits become the best patterns and to take it a step further, the best patterns become the best rituals. The things I mm. mentioned before with the Grateful Journal to my wife, the workout, the Grateful Journal on LinkedIn, those are actually rituals. They're so, it's, it's the same as brushing your teeth. It's like literally just, it just becomes part of your day. And then why many entrepreneurs have trouble is because the bad habits become the bad patterns and the bad rituals. So drinking, overworking, cheating on spouse, multiple divorces, um, you know. So so it's the same thing, but it can go one of two ways in entrepreneur world. There's no real middle ground in entrepreneur. You're either, you know, you're either really focused on doing the right thing or it or it gets off the tracks. I would say in, in that regard, I've had to learn what the right things to do are, 100%. right? I'm a bull in a china shop in most things, right? right? Um, so um, I started reading about a lot of these guys that were hyper successful in doing some of the things that I'm aiming at. And every one of them was like, I work out. Here's my workout routine. This is what I'm doing, right? And so I started incorporating. So now I have a very regimented morning, right? Yes. It's, it follows a very... And if for some reason I miss it, whether it's a vacation uh -oh. or, you know, whatever, right? My whole day uh, is fucking derailed. Yeah, because I, I, that's why I said, uh oh, immediately, because I knew the answer to that. The um, Sundays are the day yeah. I don't run. Um, I I probably don't run like, uh, like 
70 to 80 percent of the Sunday. Sometimes I will run on Sunday, like if I had a giant meal the, the Saturday night before. The days I don't run on Sunday, I'm a, almost in a completely different person. Even though my body needs the rest, it definitely needs it. Like it's just all that energy. I mean, you understand, like the the energy yep, that yep. Hey, it's got to go somewhere. It's got to go somewhere. And running is like like um, I know a lot of entrepreneurs like us that meditate as well. For me, running is is that meditation. Um, See, for me me at the morning walk, I'm the same exact way. I, I my morning I don't run even though I'm I'm convincing myself that I'm going to go do a, a freaking five k or something hmm. just because I like the idea of the competitive side of all things, right, but. Right. Um, right. Um, but I do a walk every morning and I got into an argument with a gal once upon a time who was a meditation coach, whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> and <laughs> she, uh, <laughs> you know, and I'm like, I, I just didn't understand the whole meditation side of things. Right? The idea of me sitting for five seconds and, and trying to paint, I just can't do it. Right. And so I was telling her about doing my walks and she goes, you realize that's a form of fucking meditation, right? Is. You're, you're literally, you know, have found a way to distract your mind enough that's to be able to be open to receiving information. I'm like, yeah. all right, that I can get behind. But if you expect me to cross my legs and go, hmm, uh, or still another stupid shit like that, I'm out. <laughs> all right. Um, <laughs> right. Oh, so there's two things from that. Um, what you said is it's, it's your way of getting away relaxing the brain if very rarely again do i have a great idea but almost a hundred percent of the time when i do have a great idea it's when i'm running because my my mind is yeah. cleared even though i'm receiving information like this my my brain is like it's like that and then two our 10 year old you're a 3295 colby our 10 uh, year old is a 2296 and he's like a elite world-class distance runner his top 5k time is 2038 <laughs> so that's what but that's what i mean that's why i like to colby everyone even even our own children because you can see the mate like he's a little version of you he's definitely a little right. version of you. so um so but once you like once you decide that you'll start running you'll you'll keep doing it and you'll be like the highest achiever runner it'll be really fun to watch that so yeah it, it, it's been because it, i'm 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 one I have to make a decision to go that direction, right? right? Because I know if, if if I start, I'm gonna go all 100%. in. So so I have to have to to be careful sometimes. Yep. Like I got a gal in my in my office. Her job is to tell me no. Yep. Um, because I hit the group with so many. Eight, eight, uh, I have no idea. Oh. I've never tested. Probably, probably. I've never tested her. Um, but uh, her job is literally to say, all right, cool. We've got too many things going at the time. We right. need to slow down for two seconds. Right. You know, yeah. That's a human. I'm all over the place. Right. So how do these visionaries identify their personal superpowers? Oh, tremendous. Like I, I've got a, a great idea of, of some of the things that I'm really good at. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can definitely tell you things I suck at without blinking an eye. Um, but I can't tell you, I always know what my superpowers are. So, so how do they identify them? And then how do you lean into it? Okay. Okay. So there, there are multiple techniques for that. Um, through when I first started this aspect of the journey, um, strategic coach helped with, um, uh, a, a strategy where you write down 30 things 
30 things that you're that you do every day it doesn't matter what they are just write them down and then you cross off 27 <clears throat> 27 you circle three and then you create a, a statement a mission statement based on that so um let me let me explain that so the original statement original statement um was uh i'm a connecting superhero for every visionary abundance investment mindset entrepreneur who shares their stories with the world okay so that was really up until a couple weeks ago and then earl nightingale he's he's the og of motivational speakers he he's long gone he did recordings audio yeah record. okay all right i was relating to your audience there i know you know who that yep, is. love it okay so uh, my favorite quote of his is success is the progressive realization of a worthy ideal. Success is the progressive realization of a worthy ideal. So that statement I had I just said had been my worthy ideal, but success is progressive realization, so you keep evolving it. So now that worthy ideal, my zone of genius, unique ability, however you want, a purpose of life, however you want to describe it, is very simply, and this is one of the great ideas I, I very rarely have, but it, but it it's a great idea. I know that is connecting visionaries to serve humanity. So that's it. I'll do that the rest of my life. Connecting visionaries to serve humanity. That's it. Well, it's clear, right? I mean, that that, that is a extremely clear message yeah. that somebody hears and, and they know exactly either a, who you need to meet or if they even should be in a conversation. Hundred, with you. <laughs> hundred, and so what you just said, cause you're a pure, true visionary. I'm a visionary with the IQ and EQ that that can overcome the the seven quick start, not the nine like yours, is what exactly you just said. And it popped in my head. I'm like, that's literally, it's so simple to understand. It's five words. Um, and anyone who has any type of brain will understand that. And to your point, which is really profound, it excludes, which is fine, it excludes the people that don't get it because the ones that it does include not only get it, but they'll help the ones, they'll help everyone else. And I found, and I'm sure you found the same thing, that the more you lean in who you are as an individual, put out your original ideas, your visions yes. and things you want to do, you create the community that want that kind of stuff and they lean the fuck into you Success quicker than anything else is on the, the progressive realization of a worthy so the answer's already there the pattern's already there the ones that actually do something about it with the answer those are the ones that are successful it's the ones that overthink things and they never do anything about it they never take action they never make investment those are the ones they're not again they're not visionaries think they are but they're not because they live in cost world can't be a visionary if you live 100%. in cost you can't it's impossible so in one of your articles you mentioned being a futurist uh kind of <laughs> i where did backfinder <laughs> find that what article is that i'll have to i'll have to ask them because they got me all day implementer and i see things in the future Maybe that's what it was. So it was it was it was one of the uh, articles that you either had written or somebody had written about you. Okay. okay. Um, so um, the the in your opinion, what's a futurist first? Okay. So again, most visionaries in Strength Finders, uh, Gallup, Clifton, Strength Finders. Most of the visionaries I talk to are top five in ideation, 
and or futuristic. So they see things. They're living in the future. They're living in the future. And then they have a mix of activator, maximizer, achiever. So they're living a lot off in idea future world, but they'll activate it now. They'll they'll do something about it. They're not trapped in the future. They'll execute it in the in the present. So I'm almost dead last in ideation and strength finders. I'm actually bottom third in futuristic. But if I do see something very clearly, I see the future very clearly, like connecting visionaries to serve humanity. Or when I first thought of Brepic Network, I was driving at the time I had a, a very fast car. I still do, but it's a different one. I floored the accelerator like you know, by myself. I just floored it because I'm like, oh, there's there's the future. I saw it. Um, and now it's actually happening. So that was three years ago. But a true visionary almost almost 100% of the time is very high in futuristic. They just see the future before before other people, other people do. Um, and then most humans, they're just living in the present. They're just living in the present. Or uh, more profoundly, they're stuck in the past. They're stuck in the past. But you're a pure futurist well, ideator. There's no doubt about that. I, and I had an interesting conversation uh, with a, a gentleman the other day. And it, it, was, it was around the idea that I'm a capitalistic guy by nature. Okay, 100%. So, but, uh, I, I, I love capitalism. Capitalism needs people to not be capitalist to be a successful environment, mm. right? Mm. Because you need people that are the doers and everything else yeah. to make capitalistic society work. Okay, hundred percent. Yes, I think that there is a huge sect of people that haven't been broken out of the. I'm. They haven't figured out they are actually capitalistic in nature, right? Because, as as Tom Billy would say, they haven't been broken out of the matrix. They're on to break humans. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, how would somebody who knows that they're living the wrong life? They have all these ideas. No. Nope, they're nope, truly nope, a nope, visionary. No. 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 You're either someone who can get back into an airplane without a parachute after another one's been shot down. Your no, no. So, so, um. So I spent most of my life, most of my life talking to people who had no idea what I was talking about. So that's the equivalent of getting shot down in an airplane. Without, and you just keep talking like this. And then I just found out the only people who understand, understood me were people like you. So if there's someone like us, they'll never stop talking like this. They'll never stop. And then people like us, people like us are usually, usually, but not always aliens within their own family, community, and verticals. The only people that understand. Dude, I met this oh, go ahead. this this kid the other day, 21 years old, right. man. And he's got this AI app that, <laughs> uh, well, first, first thing he built was this uh, lockbox for your phone. So once you put your phone into I it, it locks it down to, and he's selling it to, you know, high schools and elementaries mm -hmm. and everything. Mm -hmm. So the kids still have their phones on them. They just can't access, access wow. them. But they still read like uh, 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 your um, your your medical pumps and stuff for like if you have diabetes, your diabetic yes. pumps and whatever. Okay, it can still transmit through the freaking bag. And then he's got this other program that he developed, and he's in R and D on that. And I just looked at the kid. Now both of these projects are, are up and running, right? They're right. they're doing. I said, how many other projects do you have behind? You? He goes seventy four. Oh damn, I missed. Yeah, 24. and he was very. And I'm like, dude. I, I, I know at 21, he's a 10 quick. I was partying. 
That's a 10 click. Has to be. With, has a, to be, with yeah. an over I mean, 170 I, IQ. Oh, dude, just talking to him, you could tell. Does he, um, have a, I mean, does he have a, any family, girlfriend, social life at all? No. No. People like that no, really struggle no. in human world. Yeah. 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 And you could tell we were at a, uh, like a startup uh, incubator type meeting mm -hmm. and he was really the only dude that I, I wanted to spend time right. talking to, but there was other people around us. So uh, we were right. trying to be social. Yeah. Oh, you're trying to be a um, human. But... Good job, buddy. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> I can get there from time to time. <laughs> that's painful. Right? Yeah. <laughs> um, that, that's when I get most exhausted, though. That's for sure. Um, but it, it was fascinating because I, I even looked at this kid. I'm like, at 21, man, I was still drinking, right. partying. Yes. Always, always out front. Yeah. You know, always seemed to pick up a following of people, that type of thing. But, but I was, I'm like, where did it start for you? When did you start? Coming? He goes, man, I he said he went to work for like his dad, like one time. Yes. And he's like, I was spent two days working for somebody else. And I realized I can't. He's do a that. 10 quick start. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and th this kid's going to completely change the world. 100%. Um, just the way he thinks it's right. it was it was freaking impressive. Well, one, please um, intro me to him because I can. I mean, that's what I mean. He they could just connect. Yeah. Him to that that I'll absolutely do. Yep. Absolutely do. You guys will get a kick out. So what do you think's coming down the the road? What are some of the things we should be looking for? I mean, you got the elections coming up. I never, you know, never chaos think about it. I never even think about it. Yeah. Right. One vertical I totally um, ignore. Totally ignore it. Same, same. Okay. I don't get into politics or anything in the likes, but um the I didn't the, even know the elections were coming. I had no idea until you no clue. Right. I don't watch world news. There's no never. newspapers. Right. I don't know anything going on. Like for 20 years, never watched it. I never watched the news ever. That's yeah. It, right. And so, but my 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 questioning is around what trends are coming up from the business side of things with AI coming into the uh, market okay, so hot great. and heavy. Okay. 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 That's a good question. That's a fair one. Um, the reason why I ignore politics, by the way, it's not because I don't like it, but again visionaries who live in abundance who look at things as investments not cost there's only one vertical i totally ignore it's politics because it's the opposite of visionary abundance investment mindset it's literally the opposite of those okay so <clears throat> i'm in a group uh very grateful to be in this abundance 360 it's the top futurists on planet uh dr peter diamandis uh, founder of X Price, he wrote the forward for epic life my latest book i'm incredibly grateful for that he doesn't usually do that he leads he leads abundance 360 so this is the top ai people on the planet um and i'm a very simple person right i'm a very simple person so in these groups we talk about ai and regenerative medicine living to, for hundreds of years if not forever and then all of this stuff is great but i'm a very simple person very simple so all this stuff is good for two things because there are two things that will never change one the power of real human relationships so we're We've never met in person. This is a real human relationship. And then two, the power of storytelling. So we, mm -hmm. you know, hieroglyphics, the Bible, the constitution, smoke signals, we're a globe of storytellers. So all this technology and all this stuff, it will create better human relationships, real human relationships and better storytelling. That's the only thing I think about. That's it. I love the storytelling angle of it because I, I so agree. I mean, everything is done in storytelling. Everything. I this research I did myself, Whoa. and this is one of the, the, out of everything that I've saw on you. This is what I think is the fucking coolest of it all. Um, talk to me about 
your relationship with your wife. Yeah, I knew now you were going to ask about date night or something like that. Okay. Yeah. My 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 wife and I are going on 18 years. We've been together What's 20. What's her uh, I have not had her tested, but she year. is a spitting image of your wife. Eight seven four. Right. My um, wife. Yeah. You know, and and you know, literally, uh, she she she's home base as I as I call it, right for me. <laughs> so where where I'm the crazy chaos. Yeah. She she she's my home base and she's my Jiminy Cricket. So if I ever get to a place where I'm like. Should I do this Literally, not ethic or morally? That's it. Yeah. 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 Right. So, uh, so, so talk to me about you and your relationship with your wife. Cause seriously, out of everything you did, this was the coolest. I, okay. That's, and you understand that because you understand winning the right game and what life actually would be without yep. your wife. Very bad situation. And by the way, I think yes. you're scheduled to talk to my wife in about a month. So you'll, I am as soon as I get done with the summit, we're sitting down first of October. Yeah. Well then you'll be like, wow. How did, why did she marry Justin? And then you'll be like, oh, wait, why did my wife marry me? Okay, they'll be the same. <laughs> right. All right. Okay. <laughs> well, let me, I see the world in numbers. I, that's just how it is. I, that's how I see it numbers and keywords. So I'm 8671, Colby. My wife is 8742. That's a pure stabilizing human. Your wife is actually probably even lower quick start than that. I, she'd probably be like an 8832. Okay. So without Prop, calling her, that'd Prop. be my guess. Okay. So again, success is progressive realization of worthy ideal. How I've evolved is I used to think that applied only to business, but it definitely does not. It actually applies far more to family, marriage, all of that. And then she's been hanging around people like us now for, you know, six years. And a couple months ago, a couple months ago, uh, we were sitting in a room of entrepreneurs and they're mostly human spouses. And she was sitting around couples where they were both, they were an entrepreneurial couple, like they were doing business together. And at the end of that, that several day meeting, she's like, Hey, I have an idea. What if I started to phase out of pediatrics and became, become COO of your, of your new company? I'm like, okay, here, here's the microphone. Tell everyone. I'm like, great. I, Cause I never would have asked her to do that ever. Right. And um, so that was a couple months ago. Um, I don't care about revenue at all, but you'll appreciate this from a relationship standpoint. In the last couple months, she's onboarded almost, well, more than a quarter million dollars, uh, uh, in new members to second company. She has zero business background. She's a pediatrician. Um, <laughs> she is harmony one and strength finder. So she brings harmony and joy to the house and then she's brought harmony and joy to the company and she's pure Jiminy Cricket because if I ever have a great idea there's only one person truly one person where the opinion actually matters and then that's Sarah uh Sarah that's it. and that's then it. I'm like oh is, should I do this and she's like if she says no which is actually rare because I very rarely have a great idea but if she does say no I won't do it but if she says yes, that I don't care what anyone else says. I don't. It doesn't matter to me. And she's the she's the perfect litmus test. So if that's from a evolution standpoint, and then our first date was literally the day before she started medical school. Um, so you don't really date someone in medical school, and then you don't really date someone after you when you have young kids. So we go out at least once a week now. 
without the kids. And it's, it's such a joy. It's such a blessing to see her evolve. Whenever, whenever I write a third book, the first one was Epic Business. The second one's Epic Life. The third one will be Epic Family. I already have the chapters. They're already written. I just, I'm just waiting for the second company to evolve a little more. But that book will be more about her evolution um, because her, she's a relator and humans love her. Entrepreneurs love her. And she'll be a much bigger deal. She'll be a, a bigger brand or whatever that is than than I am because she's relatable to everyone. Everyone. I love that, dude. I, I can tell you, I, it's funny you're writing the book that regard because I'm literally working on a book called The Things My Wife Said That Changed My Life. 100%. Um, dude, I can't tell you so many times. Because <laughs> <laughs> every time I, I've been in a situation where I may be second guessing or going, oh. Dude, she'll come with a zinger and yeah. it's like, no kidding, right? Yes. Um, uh, so she doesn't always like it that I call her Jiminy Cricket, but no, that's okay. That's okay. And right. then I would, you do whatever you want. It's your decision, but I would recommend you call her. Um, she's probably such a low quick start. She probably in a high fact finder, she won't want to take it that usually people like that don't like to take tests, but I would, I would. And so I've, I've had to learn over the years with her that. I have to suggest something in passing, yes. and then let it go. Let it go. <laughs> if I if if I hit her straight up, I'm like, hey, let's do this. It's no. immediate overwhelm. No. Yep. No. So don't do it. So, so, dude, this is fascinating, guys. If you aren't following Justin and the things he's doing, um, uh, it, you are a completely fascinating guy. I've, I've truly never met a guy like you that Thank thinks. You from an analytic standpoint, but are able to articulate it in such a cool way that mm. that you can make people wrap their head around it. So I appreciate oh, the thanks. Hell out of that. Thanks. Wow. Cause usually one, I really appreciate you saying that. Um, cause I'm just, I'm just flying the plane. Um, and, and, um, I, I really try hard to try to relate to everyone. It's just very hard for me to do that because you know, you're up here, right? You're up here and you have a, team of humans where you have to relate to them i just like to connect people like you to people like you so i only really like to talk up here i just like to fly the plane right so thank you for saying that I really well i mean 100 percent, dude our first meeting it took me a minute right mm-hmm. because <laughs> i had to understand where the hell you were coming from <laughs> and once i figured out you know for me i look at disc was it was always my first assessment that i really got into okay. so yeah, you, know, you really sit in that high C, the analytical side of things. So once I figured that out for me, I'm like, okay, I know how to talk to Justin, right? Now I need to figure wait, out. Wait, wait, wait. You think I'm a high C me. in disc? I do. No, I'm a zero. I'm a, I'm the highest D you can imagine. A little bit of I. I don't even know what the S and C mean. I don't even know what they mean. I'm like zero on those. So with your stats and numbers, that that would really surprise me. I'd like to see what disc you took. Because there are different varied levels of disc. A disc challenge. Um, what happened was, yeah, just so you know, with the with the, the disc, it was two brothers that actually created it originally. Mm. One brother split off. Mm. They never patented it. So it's been bastardized all over the wow. freaking place. Okay, now you're appealing so to my different... finder. Okay. <laughs> so there's several different versions of disc so depending on the version you take will change writing that down several versions okay so thank you for that the easiest way for me to answer that and simplify it is my eight fact finder there took over that's why i in colby (laughs) that's where it was
So, so, and then that's the kind of things that I say that you lean more of the C. The D is a given, right? But I would have chosen you're the C first. I would say you're a full D. I'm actually 90%. 90% with an I as being a secondary okay. around like 10%. That's only you know? 10. Okay, uh, I'm like I got, a 99.9 D and like 50 I, and then I don't even know the other two. Yeah. And, and guys, let me just say this. If you listen to this, if you're not taking assessments to figure out who the fuck you are, you are missing Bad out. idea. Some, some great. Yeah. There, there's just so many. Now, there's some really good assessments. There's some really crappy assessments. I'll let you guys go figure it out. But the ones we've talked about so far, they're worth checking. Uh, the um, three best I mentioned in uh, in Epic Life, uh, Colby's one by far, two, Gallup Clifton Strength Finders. And then three is um, uh, print, which is your unconscious motivators. It's very similar to Enneagram. Uh, where I'm- no, I haven't done that one. Oh, yeah. yeah I'll, I'll text you that after this. Okay. Okay. Cool. So, well, how did we do that? How do people find out about you, Be Epic Networks, uh, or Be Epic Networks, excuse me? Um, uh, how do they get in touch with you if they want to follow your stuff, get in touch with your team? What's the best way to do that? Oh, thanks. I appreciate that. Um, uh, brepicnetwork.com is the domain site. And, uh, so it's brepicnetwork.com. Yes. Yep. So, um, guys, follow their stuff. It is, it is absolutely fascinating. Um, I can tell you, dude, uh, I've enjoyed getting to know you. I'm excited to see what the future holds and all the things we bring together. And listeners, if you guys are still hanging out with us at this point and you got any <laughs> value out of this episode, <laughs> I always say, cause you never know. Do me a favor, take a screenshot wherever you're listening to this thing, post it out on social media, tag me and Justin in it. I promise I'll 100% come comment on it. I want to see where you're listening to these things are. Um, and if you got any feedback or advice, things you want to do, freaking let us know. But but that social post for us would do the world for us. So appreciate you for hanging out. And as always, love you, mean it. See you, bye. When I created Success Champions, it was on the idea that most people make themselves an island as they're growing their business. Yet they just don't want people to know how bad things are because if anybody knew how bad things are, nobody would do business with you. So like me, they don't often reach out for advice. They don't get support. They just try and put their head down and grind through it. And let's be honest, man, that that lifestyle sucks. And when you're constantly trying to find yourself to push through it and figure it out on your own, it often leads to misery. We created Success Champions so you don't make yourself an island, so you don't build your business alone. There are a ton of people that are going through it on the same journey that are looking for the same advice you are, maybe they've been through it, and are looking to help. So come hang out with Success Champions. Go to successchampionnetworking.com. Go visit one of our peer groups, and let's help you actually get to business freedom. Don't build your business alone. Come hang with us as Success Champions.